Today's episode is brought to you by the American Society of Magical Negroes, a fresh satirical comedy about a secret society of magical black people starring Justice Smith, David Allen Greer, Ann Lee Bogan, and Nicole Byer. As an official selection of Sundance 2024, the American Society of Magical Negroes has been heralded by critics as an uproariously sharp-edged satire and a must-see. Now playing only in theaters. Visit the American Society of Magical Negroes film.com to get tickets now. Yes, we are welcoming a new show to iHeart and the DraftKings YouTube channel. It's called Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toladano. John Wall doesn't need no introduction. It's an insider's look at the NBA and culture surrounding the league. Every week, the five-time All-Star and the number one pick of the 2010 NBA Draft, John Wall, will give his unique perspective on the hottest topics in the league. So check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, the DraftKings YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to podcasts. With the new Dexcom G7, you can achieve better diabetes results without painful finger sticks. It sends your glucose numbers to your compatible phone or watch so you can always see where you are and where you're heading. See how food and exercise affects your glucose, making it easier to spend more time in range and lower your A1C. Take more control of your diabetes with the number one recommended CGM brand. It's easy to get started today at Dexcom.com. That's Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. Give your glucose alerts and readings from the G7. Do not match symptoms or expectations. Use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com slash compatibility. Smart journalism. Fascinating topics. Words that describe CNN's podcast, The Assignment with Audie Cornish. We are revisiting the public school culture wars. What have we learned from the kids who fought against book bans? We really started the club to get students reading these books. Students have an opinion in this fight, too. How has the war over books sparked a backlash to the so-called parents' rights movement? It's not okay what they're doing, and they're being watched. Listen to The Assignment with Audie Cornish. Streaming now on the iHeartRadio app. Just hold on, This is Michael Rappaport, and this is the I Am Rappaport podcast. I sung us into the intro. That was me. In case you didn't, uh, you couldn't tell because I'm a great singer. That was me singing Drake. I, I, I'm not a big Drake fan, but that's a good fucking song. Just so on, it's so annoying. I'm doing it again. How you, how? Miles, fix me up here. I'm getting a little fucked up here. That's my, I got a sound man. Chinese sound man. Motherfucker's name is Miles Davis. For real. And he's Chinese. So, Miles, when you hear me refer to Miles, you just got a picture of a Chinese dude named Miles Davis. That's his God-given name. There's no faking, no funking, no monikers. It's not his graffiti tag. Motherfucker's name is Miles Davis. So if I ever say Miles, fix me up, or Miles, da-da-da-da-da, which is not supposed to be in, but in this case, could keep it in, because I'm introing Miles, who no one gives a fuck about except for me, just because he's, he's, he's my sound guy and my producer, and he's ha- he's Asian. He's fucking Asian, and his name's Miles Davis, which is just a cool name anyway, even if you're Jewish, and your name's Miles Davis. So uh, I'm going to jump right into it. This fucking Kim Kardashian, man, she just, she can't stop, won't stop. 
Rocket to the bang, to the boogie, to up jump the boogie. We're going to get to Big Bang Hank, RIP to Big Bang Hank. But motherfucking Kim Kardashian, she did it again. Kim Kardashian posed on the cover of Paper Magazine butt-ass naked. Yo, you could see everything. You could see that big ass which I don't know if that ass is real or not. I, 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 I just don't know. Kim Kardashian's 5'2". She's 34. She just had a baby. And she's got a seamless, flawless, big ass. I mean, she has got a big motherfucking ass, man. And, I, and I'm an ass connoisseur. And I don't know, man, if, if that shit is genetically enhanced, if she's got shots in that motherfucker, if she's got... I don't know what, but it looks good in the picture, and it seems like a whole lot of fun. But I just, I don't know, man. I don't know, man. She she had a kid. I mean, unless she's like lives in the gym, how could an Armenian girl, out of all the black chicks and Spanish chicks with fat ass, I mean, the fucking reality is, is that Kim Kardashian's ass makes... Makes J-Lo look like she ain't got, like, like she got a Taylor Swift ass. Like she got a Victoria's Secret model ass. Which is a whole other kind of ass, but that's just not my thing. I, I like big butts and I cannot lie. These other brothers, they can't deny. Okay? I like, I like asses. I've always liked asses. I'll take a fat ass, and when I say fat, I mean fat meaning good, over fat titties any day of the week. That's just me. It's like chocolate and vanilla. I like Rocky Road. I like mint chocolate chips. Some people like their their, their ice cream, you know, fruity. Strawberry, vanilla. That's That doesn't mean it's better or worse. It tastes just as good to them. I like big butts and I cannot lie. But this motherfucking Kim Kardashian, I don't know if she plots this out because it's time so good. It's like every three months... A fucking, she's like the evil Knievel of asses. Every three months. Remember how evil Knievel used to like come on ABC, Wide World of Sports and like jump over the Grand Canyon and then he'd be shot out of a rocket ship over Niagara Falls and then he'd jump over 17 trucks and it would be like timed out, like tri-quarterly. She does it, man. Every three or four months, this fucking Kim Kardashian, it's, I don't know if this whole thing is, I mean, they got, they are Man, they might not have talent, but them motherfuckers are smart. The one girl, the younger sister, I don't know if it's Kendall or Kylie, she fucking, she's changed herself into a Mexican woman. She looks like Penelope Cruz. She was a Kardashian. Now, she did some shit to her face. She looks like motherfucker Penelope Cruz. I don't know. I don't know. I saw a picture of her the other day. I was like, oh, that's Penelope Cruz. And my girl was like, no, that's fucking the Kardashian. They don't know if they got like an in-home plastic surgeon and they just like fuck around like, yo, give me lips. All right, take the lips out. Let me check this nose out for a few months. Now, fuck the nose. Let me, let me. They're wild, man. But that fucking Kim Kardashian, she's full butt ass naked front and center. She got her snapper out. She's got her little fucking snapper on the cover of this paper magazine. And the heading is break the internet like this this chick was like yo my ass and my snapper is gonna shut the internet down it didn't shut the internet down because 
Listen, we've been looking at that fucking ass and that snapper for years now, Kim. That's the thing you got you to gotta remember. We saw Ray J put in work about 10 years ago. I mean, you want to talk about a fuck game, Ray J's got a nice fuck game. I, I, I'm not going to lie. He put in work on that ass. I don't know when it was. 10 years ago, it seems like. It's like her, the 10-year anniversary of Kim Kardashian's ass, snapper, and titties. She don't give a fuck, man. It's wild, man. And then, like, when she's 50, she's going to, like, be contemplative and that fucking big old ass. I mean, that's a big motherfucker. It happens to everybody. That motherfucker is going to drop. And it's going to drop. And it's going to drop. It's going to be like the fucking, the ball at Times Square dropping on New Year's Eve. That, that, that bad boy is going to drop. You can't defy gravity, Kim. Enjoy it. And maybe she's like, maybe she knows that fucker's going to drop. Because you can't be 50 holding that motherfucker up. That shit looks like it's just 20, 23, 24 pounds of, of good loving on its own. And I seen this chick in real life. She's like 5'3". So she got 25 pounds of ass. There's no way anybody can sustain it. But maybe she can. Maybe she's going to, you know, break the laws of gravity and, and you know, defy, uh, you know, time and beat Father Time and Einstein. And she's going to fucking outdo them all with that fucking ass. So I don't know if anybody else is. Everyone saw it. Everybody. Listen, yo, if you're listening to the I Am Rappaport podcast, you, you, you downloaded it off the Internet. I know that they're selling bootleg copies on the street. That's a whole other thing. Okay, this podcast is the first podcast to get bootleg. If you walked up 125th Street or down Astor Place in New York, motherfuckers are like, yo, I got that new podcast. It's just, it's just one of the things I got to deal with being, being a, 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 a phenomenon. You know, they bootleg my shit. So what? I let the people do it. Why They, they, they want to sell what I'm giving away for free. I'm giving away this podcast for free and motherfuckers are trying to sell it. Make a dollar off that shit. Like, you know, like a rogue cigarette. You know, somebody, yo, let me get a cigarette. I'll buy it for you for a dollar. That's what they're trying to do for my podcast. The I Am Rappaport podcast. But man, that Kim Kardashian, man. And now, whoa, it never ends. The mom is dating some 41-year-old black dude who I don't know who the fuck is. He looks like my friend Gerald. I told my friend Gerald the other day, yo, you could have fucking hooked up with the, the Kardashian. He's like, what are you talking about? I said, yo, the mom is dating a dude that looks just like you, man. Looks like a piece of shit. He said, what the fuck is that supposed to mean? I said, it's just some regular dude. It's just some regular dude. The mom is fucking around with some dude, 41. The mom is like 67, tired old broad. Man, she is, I know he is just, that dude, I mean, talk about compromising your morals. That dude's got to lay up on that old ass and do God knows what to it. I mean, that is, fuck, man. The mom, I don't know who I feel worse for. The mom, the dude, man, I feel bad for the dude, man. I don't know his name is, something. It doesn't matter. He's just like a regular dude, and I say that with all due respect. But my man who is dating Mama Kardashian, babe, what's the mother's name? Chris Jenner. Chris fucking Jenner, the, the, the mother, the queen bee, is now also dating another black dude. I mean, these fucking broads. And then there's the one girl, she, she dates a guy named Scott Disnick. That's his real name, Scott Disnick. And he's a white dude, looks like Ralph Lauren. 
Got the hair. Where's the collar up? Straight cornball. Chloe's fucking around with French Montana. The uh, the one sister who now looks like Sofia Vergara. She's dating some rapper kid. These motherfuckers are wild, man. They are fucking wild. But Kim Kardashian, yo, I'll give it to you, man. She's dating Kanye. She got Kanye fucked up in the game. He's spinning. He doesn't know what's going on with that ass. He's living in that ass. He is living in that ass. But uh, I'm, not, I'm not hating. I'm not hating. I mean, I'm just curious. Like, I would like to feel that shit. Because I've come to terms with the fact that Nicki Minaj's ass is probably not real. And that's something I had to deal with on my own. And that's something that, you know, there was a loss. There was a, a betrayal that I felt. Because for years, I thought, I was like, when I first saw Nicki Minaj and that ass, I was like, yo, she's the fucking champion. But with my investigation and, and, and you know, my team, we've, I, I've come to terms that that ass that Nicki Minaj is lugging around probably is not real. Okay. And J-Lo, she's still hanging in there. But, you know, listen, here's the thing. If Father Time can take a little stab at J-Lo's ass. Now, she still looks fantastic. She's beautiful. Jenny from the block is still my chick. Don't be fooled by the rocks that she's got. She's just just Jenny from the block. She, She started all this ass shit. So she is still, you know, the front runner. And like, you know, she's like the... The Jordan of asses. But if J-Lo's ass, it's just not the same as it was in the 90s during the the puffy Ben Affleck era. And then when she married that other kid, they all had a piece of the rock. They got that shit when it was like, but if her ass is going to drop a little bit, not drop, it's just not as fat. It's not as plump. And then Nicki Minaj, she don't even have a real ass. Like, Nicki Minaj's ass, when she's 50, it'll still look the same. Unless she gets the, 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 I don't know if it's fucking feathers in there. I don't know what the fuck they got in their asses, these people. They got fake asses. I don't know how it works if they do, like, a down pillow with, like, a little bit of oatmeal to keep it, like, I don't know what the fuck. But if J-Lo's took a hit and Nicki Minaj's isn't even fucking real... Out of all the black chicks and all the Spanish chicks, how could this chick, Kim Kardashian, have the ass of life? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. But I'm going to keep investigating. I'm going to keep looking, and I'm going to keep admiring. And I I can't front, man. I can't front. She's got that shit locked. I guarantee you, by the end of the year, it's November now, we will see another sighting, butt-ass naked or in a thong or some fucking variation of it, of Kim Kardashian's ass. And if it, it'll be like the New Year's ass. If she doesn't do it before the end of 2014, she will break out some shit in January of dead ass. And I seen the other one, Chloe. I just seen her walking at a concert. In real life, the ass looked real suspect. Okay? It looked like it was partially on her back and then some of it was like dropping down to her knee. I don't know what the fuck these girls do, man. I don't know what the fuck they do, man. But, you know, I, listen, they're doing better than me. They just can't stop, won't stop rocking to the, to the boogie of the bang, bang boogie. So up, jump the boogie. Fucking Big Bang Hank from uh, Sugar Hill Gang died this week. Passed away, 57. Man, Sugar Hill Gang, Rapper's Delight. 
if you don't know the song, I don't know. Everybody knows that song. I got that record in 1979. My father worked at a radio station in New York City called WKTU Disco 92. And they were originally WKTU Mellow 92. And then they switched to disco and they went from the bottom of the charts to the top of the charts. And then the disco craze was was kicking ass. And then in 1979, he brought home an orange cover. The record had an orange cover and he gave it to me and my brother. He said, you got to listen to this song. It's called Rapper's Delight. It's rap music. It's going to be the next big thing. Boom. Changed my whole fucking life. And I had the, the, the short version and the 20-minute version of Rapper's Delight, Sugar Hill Gang. And uh, obviously, you know, they didn't, they, they made a few good songs, but they, you know, it was, they were just stuck in that era. They were just iconic. I mean, their first song was their best song, which happens to, to a lot of groups. And it's, it's like you're chasing, chasing that for the rest of your career. But uh, Big Bang Hank. Cause he do it, do it, not do it, do it, do it. I'm here, I'm there, I'm Big Bang Hank, I'm everywhere. Just throw your hands up in the air and party. You know the fucking shit. And of course, you know, they were, that group was sort of put together. Grandmaster Kaz, his lyrics were sort of stole. It's a whole thing, but stay on the positive Big Bang Hank from Sugar Hill Gang, that's, he's gone. So that's the end of an era in hip-hop. So today on the I Am Rappaport podcast, we're going to be discussing that ass, as we just did. I got my, my, my nephew, Duncan, is back. He, he's up my ass. So this is his week. If he does the verse of the week, Duncan's verse of the week, well, this week, I actually am going to buy him a pair of LeBrons or KDs or Jordans. I don't know what the fuck he wants, but I'm going to get this kid some sneakers. He wants to do a biggie verse. So we're going to call him in a second and see what he's got, what he's got going. And I got Wigga Please coming at you. And I'm switching it up this week. The De Niro line of the week is going to be the Pacino line of the week. That's right. The De Niro line of the week is going to be the Pacino line of the week. And we're doing an iconic line by Al Pacino, one of my other favorites. One, everybody knows him, Al Pacino, so we're going to get into that in a minute. We're going to talk shit. We're going to get funky. We're going to talk about movies, movies I've seen. We're going to do it all. We're gonna, I'm in New York City. We're going to talk about the movie theaters in New York. And we're going to get started right after this funky, 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 funky beat. The I Am Rappaport Stereo Stereo Podcast. Live. You're down with Rappaport. Yes, I am. 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 You better tune in. I am Rappaport.com. Because every single podcast, you know he drops bombs. I seen him on set. A seasoned vet with true talent. Catch him on his way to CrossFit. Rocking the new balance. He asked me to do the track because he know I rhyme elite. But I'm just waiting for the Robert De Niro line of the week. Breakfast of champions. Toasted bagel, cream cheese, and lox. This is I am Rappaport. The show never stops. You might catch him out in public. Stretching his knees. But if you don't listen to the show, yo. Wiggle, please. Wiggle, please. This is the Podcast. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's the theme song. 
That is the official I Am Rappaport theme song for right now. It could change. If anybody wants to submit freestyles, I don't know, folk versions, whatever you want, I'm taking submissions. I am Rappaport.com. I'm looking for theme songs. I want various theme songs. I want a punk rock version. I want a hard rock version. I'll even take a, a classical version. But right now, that is the I Am Rappaport theme song. I'm going to jump into these Wigga Pleases. Now, I got my first complaint about the term Wigga Please. And I don't give a fuck. Okay? I don't give a fuck. Wigga Please is a staple of the I Am Rappaport show. I probably would need some other people to come on and, and, and articulate and debate the word wigger. Now, the reason why, just to defend and explain a little bit the origins of the now copywritten wigger please segment, because the shit is copywritten. Obviously, the origins of the word wigger. I don't like that word wigger. I've been called a wigger. All right? Whenever somebody, I think that shit came out in the late 90s. I heard that word wigger. I don't fucking like it. Okay? Because I'm not new to this. I'm true to this. And, you know, la, 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 la. I actually was thinking at one point of doing a, a documentary or a documentary short on the history of wiggers. And I'm not just talking about, like, in hip-hop. Like, I'm talking about Elvis. He had a little bit, a little, uh, a little something in him. Mick Jagger. Uh... Some might say that uh, George Washington may or may not. There is some uh, debate over the fact that Abe Lincoln, he used to get down. He freed the slaves. I mean, shit. If that's not a motherfucking uh, wigger for life, shit. Who is? Abe Lincoln, is? he set this whole shit off. So if you got a problem with me saying wigger, I get it, I get it. We know I get it. Yeah, I know. But I used to have motherfuckers, you're a wigger. And I think that the term, I mean, no one knows where these terms come from, but I'm pretty sure it came from some corny ass white dudes who don't like black people and then they don't like white dudes who they uh would say act black. All this bullshit. I'm 44 years old. I'm not fucking explaining shit. Do the math, do the knowledge, check me out. But in the meantime, if you got a problem with it, wigga please. And that brings us into this week's segment of wigga please. There is a dude, I saw him one time in Philadelphia goes by the moniker of Philly Jesus. He's like one of these street guys. He's in Philadelphia. He's got a beard. He's got the hair. It's real hair. It's not even like a, a wig or it's not even like a, you know, hair plug or, or extensions. The motherfucker grew his shit out. You know, he, he skates, he walks, he does it all. And he, he preaches, you know, and, and they call him Philly Jesus. They got him in every city. But Philly Jesus... You know, he, he'll, he'll read from, from scripture, he'll read from the Bible, he'll give you tips on, on uh, 
you know, how to help your life. And, you know, he's, he's, he's Jesus Christ, but he's in Philadelphia. He, he, he ice skates. He does it all. This fucking guy, after he was taking pictures with people and giving them uh, personal advice on, you know, because Jesus was a carpenter. Yeezy makes beats. Uh-huh. Who caught that? But, you know, he'd, he'd give you advice. Oh, well, if you're building a kitchen, you know, this is what you need to do. Because Jesus, you know, he could help you with anything. Give you fantasy football tips. He could see it all happening. But this fucking guy was asking for money. He'd give you some advice and then ask you for money. Or he'd take a picture with you and he's like, yo, let me get $2. You're Jesus. You're doing this for the love of the game, Jesus. You can't be asking motherfuckers for, for three bucks after they take an iPhone selfie with you. So Jesus, Philly Jesus, wiggle please. All right? You can't be doing that shit, Philly Jesus, because there's a fucking guy down here in, in the East Village. We call him East Village Jesus. He never asked me for shit. This fucking guy, I mean, I've asked him for financial advice, you know, the stock, stock exchange stuff. He's cool. So Philly Jesus, you got to cut that shit out. You get wigga, please. Second one, I seen this on the news. A man in Florida came into a... a a hardware store, a convenience store. You know, they got these all-purpose stores in Florida. You could go in there, you could buy a gun, you could get Starbucks. You, you, they got it all. You could buy a toilet. They got everything. This fucking guy came into a, a, a convenience store, asked for a cup of water. They told him to fuck off. Then he came back in, you know, 30, 35 minutes later, and this dumb fuck... Attempted to steal a chainsaw, not a little pocket chainsaw, like a real chainsaw, like, you know, Texas Chainsaw Massacre type of shit, like the big chainsaw. And they have it on tape. And the way he tried to steal it was to stick the motherfucking chainsaw down his pants. And he's walking out with the chainsaw down his pants. And they caught him. And, you know, Florida's like the home of bath salts. Which, which is a whole other thing, because remember like a year or two ago, bath salts was all the rage, and now no one's talking about bath salts. It's like Ebola. Like, watch, in a couple of weeks, you ain't never going to hear about Ebola. A year or two ago, it was like a bath salt craze. Everybody was taking bath salts, people were jumping off of buildings, motherfuckers were eating other motherfuckers' faces. So this guy might have had an old batch of some of that good bath salt and tried to steal a chainsaw. He got caught, he got arrested, and it's all on videotape. So you dumbass, you dumb fuck, wigga please. Third and finally, in Florida again, I don't know what the fuck they're feeding people down in Florida, but there's, a, there's an elementary school, like a, a, a middle school. The principal set up a situation where the cops, he wanted to do a drill. Like, you know, like a fire drill or a panic drill. This dumb fuck principal announced we're going to have a, a drill today. And the drill was set off by cops storming the school. Telling the kids, get down, get that. This is real shit. Telling the kids to get down, get down, get under the desks. With the guns out. Kids are pissing themselves, shitting themselves, scared to death, thinking they don't know what the fuck is going on. And then they're like, it's just a drill. Mr. Principal of the school down in Florida, the Jewett Academy, 
in Winter Haven, Florida. Wigga, fucking please, are you crazy? You got kids jumping under desks as a drill. Why well, used to have a fire drill? That was like, a, you know, like fun. You'd go outside, you'd run around the block. I didn't have a fire drill. Like we, we'd be out there so long, you'd go to the hot dog guy and get a hot dog. Kids were literally pissing on themselves. So the principal of the Jewett Academy down in Winter Haven, wigga please. Now, people have asked me, Mike Rapp, have you ever been bar mitzvahed? I say no. Mike Rapp, you talk a lot of shit about being Jewish. Can, can you spit some verses about, of the Torah? Nope. Why are you always talking about being Jewish? What's, the, what's with the Jew shit? Are you even Jewish? You look Irish. And I say, you know what? I was raised full Jew. I am full Jew. But I wasn't raised Jewish religion-wise. I was raised Jewish food-wise. Do you understand what I'm saying? That means, like, culturally, I'm Jewish. All right? I'm so fucking Jewish. I had a dream last night that I was living in my father's apartment building, and we realized, me and my father, that Hitler was, was living in the building. And I was like, Dad, Hitler lives in this building. But it turned out, and this is not a bullshit, it was a midget Hitler. Midget Hitler was living on 445 East 77th Street in, in New York City. And I was like, Dad, we got to kill this motherfucker. Literally, because it was Hitler. Like, it, it was like a, a midget version, like, not like midget, like mini-me midget. Midget more like the dude on uh, Game of Thrones, like, you know, like that size midget. And that little fucker had that midget fucking, he had a little mustache and that, you know, that Hitler nose and everything. And he was walking around the building like in a bathrobe and like thinking like no one knew that he was Hitler. And I told my dad, yo, Hitler lives in the building. He was like, what are you talking? And we saw him in the elevator. Me and my dad were like, holy shit, that's... And then one day, I came back and he was like screaming at me, but like Hitler, but he was speaking English, but that same cadence. And... I was going to kill him. Like, I was like, I could hit him with a pot and, 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 over the head and kill him. He was that small. Like, you could beat him over the head with, like, a skillet. And I was going to kill Midget Hitler. But I waited because I knew my father would want a piece of the action. Anyway, we didn't kill the little bastard. But the point is, is that that's the kind of Jew I am. Like, I don't know. Like, I'm, I, I didn't get bar mitzvah. I thought I was going to be in the NBA. So I, I said, I can't go to Hebrew school. How can I go to Hebrew school? I got to practice Wednesdays and Sundays. My brother got bar mitzvahed. I laughed in his fucking face, but he got like $6,000. You know, I, I, I thought it was all a joke, but, but the point is, is that, no, I'm not a religious Jew, okay? I'm more like a Kanish eating Jew, okay? But it's the same thing at the end of the day because the Jews are a welcoming people. But that's my whole thing with being Jewish and all that stuff. I wear New Balances, and I think that's like the, the trademark sneaker of, of, of the Jewish man. You know, you wear them because especially East Coast Jews, we, we, we have issues with our feet and our back. I don't have to explain my Judaism. I'm full Jew. I'm not Irish. I'm so fucking Jewish. I, I don't want to talk about it. But that's the, that's the point. That's the fucking point. Okay. I am circumcised. My loaf is, 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 is got, it's, it's manicured. It's hooked up. I'm saying I don't shave my loaf. By the way, I don't shave my loaf, which is a whole other thing. 
you know what? These fucking guys, man. This this, this is the MTV generation. It's like the, the New Jersey Shore generation. It, it's all from MTV. Don't shave your fucking loaf. Okay? Don't do it. Don't do it to try to make your loaf look bigger. Don't do it to try to make like a cleaner thing. Just leave that shit alone. You're a man. You take out your fucking loaf. Let it be what it's going to be. You don't trim it, manicure it. It's a loaf. Okay? It's supposed to have hair on it. And that's that. I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to move on. And, and from 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 talking about from talking about my Judaism and and why I say wigger and all that shit. But just know that I don't like the term wigger, but I do love the term wigger, please. I like that beat right there. That's a that's a nice beat. That's my man, uh, my man G Monetti, who's gonna come on the show. He's very funny, my best friend. I'm gonna have him on. You're gonna be like, who the fuck is this? You'll see. He's fucking funny. He makes these little beats and shit. Yo, here's another thing. I finally have secured my first sponsor, American Giant. American Giant sweatshirts are my first sponsorship. Okay, they support me, I support them. Now listen to me. I wouldn't give away any bullshit. There's people out there that have received American Giant hoodies. I've sent out many, 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 many When the Garden Was Eating t-shirts. And I actually have my first official sponsorship. Go to AmericanGiant.com and check out their hoodies. They're, they're, They're sort of inspired by the classic champion hoodies. For those of you who don't know Champion, because they're not as available as they used to be, they're like the thick, they were like the, 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 a staple in, in, in hip-hop. The thick, warm, big, very, very sturdy, it's like Champion, listen to a Wu-Tang song, they'll explain to you what Champion is. But American Giant recreated and reconstructed and just reinvented the dope-ass hoodie, it's been called... The best hoodie ever made. The shit's got good stitching. It's like everything good about a hoodie that you want. Like it's, it's thick. It, it's like the laces are good. The, 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 you could fucking chew it. You could bite it. You could kick it. You could fucking jump off a building on it. You could wear it. Construction workers could wear it. It's fashionable. It's dope. I don't, listen, I'm not going to have any whack-ass sponsors unless they pay. Now, if they pay, I'll fucking have anybody, Okay. But I sought them out. They sought me out. I love it. American Giant Hoodie is my first sponsorship. And I'm proud to say it. I'm giving them shits away. You know, if, if I maybe even sell them on the side. You know, I make a few bucks. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Just fucking kidding. That's the good thing about the American Giant people. They know that I have a sense of humor. And they appreciate that. So American Giant, check them shits out. Okay. I had this one dude, he did the De Niro line of the week. He won the motherfucking American Giant hoodie. Shits are nice. Shits are nice. Snapple, listen, it's okay. You haven't reached out to me. You could kiss my fucking ass. I still, I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a Snapple dude. You know, kiwi, strawberry, Snapple, half lemonade, half iced tea, Snapple, raspberry, peach, Snapple, lemon, iced tea, Snapple. Go Bananas, Snapple. I like Snapple. You guys don't want to fuck with me? I haven't heard back from you. I'm putting it out there. Snapple, I would love to have you as a sponsor. 
And when you guys reach out to me, I'll still be there. I will be there to sponsor Snapple. Snapple needs me. You know is another group that I think I could really do good with? Viagra. You motherfuckers are missing out on a huge opportunity on not having me be the spokesperson and the sponsor for Viagra. What better person? Here's my pitch for Viagra. Yo, you want to get your fuck on all day? You want your loaf to stay rock hard all day? Pop one of these blue pills from Viagra and your fuck style will be buck wild. That's it. This is my pitch for fucking Viagra. That's my pitch. Okay, so when you guys want to come to me, I never even dropped a a, a Viagra, but uh, they work. You know, they work. I know they work. It's a huge company. Have your loaf real, real nice. All afternoon, you could fuck during the 1 o'clock game, the 4 o'clock game, during the 8.30 game. I mean, you just be whatever. You could, you know, chop wood with that shit. All right. Now, we're going to get to the verse of the week. I'm going to call my nephew Duncan, and he's all obsessed with Biggie Smalls. It's as if, it's as if Biggie Smalls is, is still alive and just came out with a... You know, uh, his first record, he, he, he's discovered Biggie Smalls and he uh, already told me he wants to do a Biggie Smalls record. I'm not sure which one, but I'm going to get him on the phone right now. This is his third visit to the I Am Rappaport show, and I'm pretty sure I said do three of them and then I'll buy you some sneakers. So if he gets through this one without causing me any stress or any of that stuff, we're going to get this little guy uh, probably some... You know, I'm sure these sneakers are going to be over $200 because, you know, LeBron and KD and all these guys, they don't, they don't fuck around. I mean, Jordans were like, I don't know, they were like 115 bucks. These motherfuckers nowadays, it's like $216. The sneakers come with socks and they come in boxes with locks on them. And it's a whole thing now. So I'm going to get this guy on the phone right now, my little nephew Duncan, and we're going to get into the verse of the week. Here we go. Hello? Duncan. Hi. Yo, you don't sound like you're awake. I'm, I'm up. Okay, I, I don't, I don't, I don't uh, wake up because I'm, I'm live here. We're live. We're going live. Okay, we're doing the podcast. You said you were going to be ready. You said you got a biggie, a biggie song. What's, what's the song you want to do this week? I, I want to do, um, um, um. Which song is it? Um, I, the, the what? By um, it's uh Biggie, um, and Method Man. So you're into Biggie now. You, yeah. Yeah. What, what, what's your what's your uh, what's your favorite song? The what? So that's the one you want to do this week. Yeah. All right. And 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 you said that if if I did it that if I did three of them that now you were gonna get me um my 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 sneakers. I know, I know, but you got to do the whole verse. And I don't want to hear any anything else about it. Okay, like you got you know your you know your lines, you know the song and all. Yeah. Okay. All right. So what what sneakers do you want? What sneakers do you want? All right, because I know I'm sure you whatever kind of sneakers you want, they're going to be fancy. What size do you even wear? Six. Okay. So what sneakers do you want? Um, I want to get the new Lebrons. Jesus Christ! How much do those even cost? I don't know. Okay. Well. 
Are you going to wear them? Because I got you one pair of sneakers a couple of years ago. You didn't wear them. You, you treated them like they were museum pieces. They're like still in the closet. And, and, and I remember it was a size four. So now you're a size six. But if I get you the sneakers, when I see you, I want to see you wearing the sneakers. You understand? No, I'm, I'm going to wear them because I'm, I'm, I'm starting basketball and I want to get the new LeBron sneakers. All right. All right. So let's get to it, man. So you want to do the what? By Biggie Smalls with 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 uh with Method Man, right? Yeah, but 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 Uncle Michael, I wanna um, I I wanna play the beat in the background when 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 I do the when I when I when I do the song. Yo yo, slow down. You're stuttering like you got something stuck up your ass, Duncan. Okay, slow it down. Okay, um, but I just I wanna play the song, the beat of the song. When that way, I know the because my my father said that the flow sometimes doesn't sound right. That's what he told you. Your flow doesn't sound right. All right. Okay. So all right. So we're gonna we're gonna do it. You ready? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm 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 ready. You sure you're ready to do it? Because we're doing one take. You're a one take wonder. I don't want any any. We're we're gonna get to it. Okay. Okay. Here we go. Go. I'm I'm gonna. Hold on, I gotta get my phone. Okay. Wait, 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 wait. I wanna do it, I wanna start again. All right, go ahead and start. Here we go. One, two, here. I used to get feels on a bitch. Now I throw shields on a dick to stop me from the HIV shit. Sickin' off like a Twinkie feeling, playing the villain. Prayer for the rap killing. Biggie Smalls is the illest. Your style's played out like Ronald. And what they talking about, Willis? The thrill is gone. The black Frank White is here to excite and throw dicks to dykes. Whoa, whoa, Bitches whoa, like whoa, whoa. Yo, yo, no, 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 no. Like stop, stop, stop. You're going to get me arrested. I'm a filthy, raunchy dude, Duncan, and I'm cool, and I don't mean to censor you, but you, you can't be saying dicks to dykes and HIV shit. You got to come up with a new verse, man. You can't be saying this shit. You're going to get me fucking like child services are going to come and, 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 and do well, it. I want to finish it. <sighs> All right. All right. Yo, you know what? The next time you do it, you got to get the PG version because this is this is not good. Dicks to dykes. Come on, man. This doesn't sound right. Like, does your brother know you're listening to this shit? Yeah, he, 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 we, we practiced the song. Your brother practiced the song just so you could get fucking, you could get me to buy you free sneakers? No, I, I like Biggie. He's the illest. All right, let's, let's just go from the top. Start again, okay? Could, but, but this is it. Next week when we do this, you got to do the PG version because you're saying some crazy stuff, man. And you're 10 years old. I'm 11. No, you're 10. I'm going to be 11 in March. But it ain't March, man. It's it's November. All right, start again, and let's just get through this. And then next week, you got to figure out a way to not do. You got to get the cursing out, change the words, be creative. Okay, I'm I'm gonna start. I'm gonna start it again. Uh, uh. Go start. Okay, go. I'm gonna go. One. Here we go. I used to get feels on the bitch. Now I throw shields on the dick to stop me from the HIV shit. The 
No, it's soft like Twinkie filling, playing the villain, prepare for this rap killing. Biggie Smalls is the illest, your style's played out like Arnold. And what are you talking about, Willis? The thrill is gone, the black Frank White is here to excite and throw dicks to dykes. Bitches, I like them brainless. Guns, I like them stainless steel. I want a fucking fortune like the wheel. Cut. I squeeze gats till my clip no. is empty. No, cut, cut, Don't cut, cut, you. cut. That's it. That's good. You get the sneakers. I, I win? You got it. You won. Jesus Christ. You're making me uncomfortable with what you're saying. But I, I want to do the, the, the Method Man verse. No, you, you're good. You're good. You're good. You're good. Do the Method Man verse for your, for your mom and for your dad. I, don't, I can't do this, man. It's, it's not okay. So you win your sneakers. You did good. Next week, I want to get clearance on what you're going to say, and then I want to practice it beforehand, and you got to come up with words that aren't filth. Dicks to dykes. What is this shit, man? Yo, Duncan, I got to go, okay? Congratulations. Send me the kind of sneakers you want. Email me what you want, and, and, and we got to keep it moving here because you're, you're tripping with this shit. Stuff. All right? I, I, have a good day, all right? Okay, Uncle Mike, but can I... Listen, I'll talk to you about all that stuff later. Just just call me later or text me. All right, this is uh, Michael Rapport, and we are now getting to the De Niro line of the week, which is actually an Al Pacino line of the week. Listen, Al Pacino and Robert De Niro are two of my favorite actors, all right? So I'm very influenced by them, inspired by them. I mean, those guys, when I was younger, you know, my first acting lessons were, were, were VHS tapes of, of, of their movies, all of them, over and over and over and over again. And, and uh, the De Niro line of the week, I'm switching it to Pacino because he means just as much to me, although I don't talk about him as much on the I Am Rappaport podcast. And, you know, I used to love those guys. I, I, I still love them. I, I used to be obsessed with them so much. I used to record, you know, when um, there would be like uh, when voicemail first came out, you know, and you'd have like a voicemail, like an automatic voicemail, not the voice message machines. You know, like it was a machine, but when it was like became like a digital thing, I my message would be from Al Pacino or from De Niro. It'd be a line, and and this line for this week, the Al Pacino, or AKA the Robert De Niro line of the week, but it's Al Pacino. I'm, I know I sound confusing. Is from The Godfather Part Two, and it is after they tried to shoot up. The Corleone house. And this is the scene when Al Pacino confronts Frank Pantangeli because he he knows that fucking Frank had something to do with trying to have him killed at his home and shot it up. Famous scene. Listen, if you're listening to the I Am Rappaport podcast, I expect that you've seen The Godfather part one, part two. Even part three, because there's, there's good stuff in that, although it was disappointing. I remember I saw it Christmas Day, whatever year that was, 94, 95, 93, I don't know. But it was sold out. I went in there by myself. I had my hair slicked back, a la Michael Corleone. I had on my hat, and I went in there and saw it. 
So I expect that you've seen certain movies because we're, 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 we're one of a kind. We're the same kin. My listeners and me, okay? There's certain expectations I have from you and certain expectations you probably have from me. And I expect that all people listening to the I Am Rapport podcast have seen certain movies, have eaten certain foods, and have smelled certain things in life. You know? So anyway, this is the Al Pacino line of the week from Godfather Part 2 when he confronts Frank Pantangeli and he says, you heard what happened in my home? In my home, where my wife sleeps, where my children come and play with their toys. Now, I don't try to act these lines out. But the thing that I love about Al Pacino and this particular scene, this particular the delivery of this line, is that he goes up, you heard what happened in my home, in my home, where my wife sleeps, and then he takes a big long pause, where my children come and play with their toys. He, he, the cadence is so good. It's like you think he's going to flip out, and then he holds it together, where my children come and play with their toys. That's the Al Pacino line of the week. Again, I'm not trying to perform it. I would be a fucking fool to try to perform it. I'm just delivering it. I could perform it, but I wouldn't do justice to it. It's like trying to recreate a, a Van Gogh painting. In my home, where my wife sleeps, where my children come and play with their toys. I know, I heard. That's what Frank Pantangeli says. Anyway, I am going to give away a When the Garden Was Eden t-shirt to the best performance of the Al Pacino, a.k.a. the Robert De Niro line of the week. Don't deliver it like me. Go on YouTube, find the shit, watch The Godfather Part 2, look at the line, and deliver it as well as you can the way Al Pacino did it. It's during the probably about, I don't know, an hour or something. In the, I'm going to give you an hour or so into the movie. That scene comes up. It's after he, he get, his house gets shot up. I'm giving away a When the Garden Was Eating t-shirt. Maybe it'll be two or three or four, five people. Listen, do the math. I'm giving away fucking When the Garden Was Eating t-shirts like they're, they're, they're candy. All right? And I send them out myself. And I love giving them away, but the sending process is a pain in the fucking ass. Last week, I was at the, the post office for about an hour and a half pulling the addresses, the sizes. I had to go back to my apartment and get the fucking T-shirts because somebody wanted a, an extra large, and I was putting in a large, and I felt guilty. I'm giving away when the garden was eating T-shirts, okay? Like they're going out of style. That's why I bought a 1,000 when the garden was eating T-shirts, Okay, and when I say when the garden was eating, if you're listening to the I Am Rappaport podcast, I expect that you know when the garden was eating is the 30 for 30 that I proudly got to direct about the 1970-73 New York Knicks teams. Okay, so this week on the I Am Rappaport podcast, Instagram, on your own Instagram, Instagram your performance, videotape your performance, of the Al Pacino line of the week. It's not a long scene. It's a short scene. You could do the whole fucking thing. And I want you to give it your all. I don't need actors. I just need passion. Okay? It's, I want women to do it too. I would prefer if a woman 
does the Al Pacino line of the week, the in my home, where my wife sleeps, where my children play with their toys, do that shit. The people that do it the best with the most passion, listen, if you fucking probably, if you do it, I'll probably give you an I Am Rappaport t-shirt just because I'm fascinated and love and appreciate the support. All right, so do it on your own Instagram. Hey, listen, here's, here's how it goes. If you don't have an Instagram, get someone else's. Borrow someone else's and tag me, Michael Rappaport, and tag, just, just tag me. I'll find you. I check Instagram more than I like to admit. All right, and, and, and you too can win a When the Garden Was Eating soft-ass t-shirts. People will tell you that When the Garden Was Eating t-shirts, they're very soft. They're comfortable. You could sleep in them. You could shit in them. You could shave in them. You could shower in them. I got all sizes, smalls, mediums, larges, extra larges, double extra large. Okay, I got it all. All right, so that's the giveaway this week. Tag me on your Instagram or your friend's Instagram or your cousin's Instagram, and you'll win a T-shirt. I love giving them away. I do not like going to the post office and dealing with all that shit. Makes me want to go postal. <laughs> Get it? Oh, man. Makes me want to go postal. Um, and that's it, man. This is the I Am Rappaport podcast. This is episode 10 of the I Am Rappaport podcast. We've covered a lot of ground today. Uh, sponsored by my friends at American Giant. Looking for sponsorship this week from Viagra and Snapple and whoever else the fuck. I, I don't know what else am I into. I'm into cashmere. There's a cashmere company that likes to, uh, you know, the people that uh, made the uh, my, ca- my now famous cashmere sweatpants. No one else is talking about their cashmere sweatpants, but I was. I am. I'm wearing them right now. I'm wearing my gray pair. I got a navy blue pair. And I got a cat, and, and I got a uh, a gray pair. Anyway, this is Michael Rappaport. I appreciate you listening to the I Am Rappaport podcast. Review it. Go on iTunes. Give a review. Shit's free. I give it all. All I want back is just more people to listen to the goddamn podcast. I do this for the love of the game. And uh, I'm, we're gonna go out to some funky shit here. Matter of fact, we're gonna go out to the to the to the to the theme song. We're gonna rock it again. The shit's getting bootlegged. Doesn't matter. You know, we're going to go out with it right now. The I Am Rappaport Stereo Stereo Podcast. Podcast. Live. You down with Rappaport? Yes, I am. 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 You better tune in. I am Rappaport.com. Because every single podcast, you know he drops bombs. I seen him on set. A seasoned vet with true talent. Catch him on his way to CrossFit. Rocking the new balance. He asked me to do the track because he know I rhyme elite. But I'm just waiting for the Robert De Niro line of the week. Breakfast of champions. Toasted bagel, cream cheese, and lox. This is I am Rappaport. The show never stops. You might catch him out in public. Stretching his knees. But if you don't listen to the show, yo. Wiggle, please. Wiggle, please. This is the... I am Rappaport Podcast.